Mansion, I'ma call it caulking, paid in full, I'ma car fight. Know your tie, we just did dinner for three hours, lying to me all night. All right, yo, what's up? And we are back here in the break room from a long, 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 what, like almost four week hiatus. And guess who's back right in front of me? What it do, ladies and gentlemen? I'm back. Yeah, man. So out from a football season. Oh, yeah, hold on, let's go get, get right to it. This is episode 60. Five, sesenta y cinco. You got on cinco. So yeah, Spanish and French is given to you as always, man. Um, but yeah, tell us about your season, bro. Uh, you know, first coaching season in the books. Had a great time. Uh, just to kind of make it short and sweet, you know, made, made a great relationship with a lot of kids, a lot of families and stuff like that. You know, this is definitely uh, something I can see myself sticking into. Um, as far as the team success, made the first round of the playoffs. Unfortunately, we took an early exit, but it was our first winning season in seven years at the school. The first um, time we made the playoffs, you know, in, in that, that duration as well. So things are on the up and up right now. All, All right. season time, time to get better. Cool, cool. I forgot. What's, what's the name of your school? Dayton. Dayton, yeah, in Dayton, Texas. Okay, so Dayton High School. Okay, cool, 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 man. It's good to hear, man. And um, so, uh, man, with the hi- hiatus, man, so, you know, like I said, Evan was in the bulk of football, well, like the the really grind time of football season, and also I was in the middle of, you know, grad finals and closing of my first grad And how did semester. that turn out? Bro, I got better grades than that than I've had in my whole life for a second. Like, Q's round of applause. Yeah! You know what I mean? So go on, give me that. Yeah. And um, I came out with an A and two Bs. So couldn't hold on to my all A's, but still cool. Still cool. Yeah, that's a blessing still. I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, it went well for you. I know yeah. it was uh, it was getting hectic at one point. Bro, it was. It was, man. It was getting crazy. Yeah, um, like October like time, like there from the end of the semester, it's usually just like, you know, project after project or, you know, paper after paper type of deal. So Yeah, man. Uh, but even like, even like, so after that, like, we got some more news for y'all. So, you know, um, last year we did the 707 end zone tournament. All right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to be back at the end zone 707 tournament this year, you know, bigger and better than ever. And, uh, yeah, your boy's going to be back, man. We did our first, um, I want to say outside recordings last time. I'm pretty mm. sure y'all can go back and go listen to those if you want. I mean, it was real windy outside. I'm pretty cold. But, that uh, generator was putting in some some work. Man, what? So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be back, man. It'll be fun. Um, a lot of great competitors out there, good kids, man, good families, and just a good time, man. So, um, yeah, anything you want to add to that? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Also, you know, uh, just to drop some more news, I'm going to be coaching a seven on seven team. Cool. So, uh, Texas Jack boys, they were out there last year. Uh, one of my partners, he, uh, coaches that team out there so you know he he invited me on to be a uh, help coach the offense so i'm gonna be working you know on the 18 and 15 u offense and oh I'm, I'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. y'all know i love the game of football so i i just engulf myself in it that's what's up man maybe we'll see some old i don't know draftees there like we saw uh uh a caleb last year mm-hmm. oh speaking of you know big things like that so the texas jack boys had ruben owens mm-hmm. and bravion Bravion Rogers. Okay. So Bravion's a four-star corner mm. and probably like the best in the state. 
and Ruben is a five-star running back, like the best in the nation. They both played on that team last year. Ruben was committed to Louisville, actually decommitted, and is now going to A&M. Oh. Bravion's going to A&M. Oh, cool. So that's nice to see, you know, two boys that were part of that squad last year. I mean, some of the best in not just the state, but in the nation uh, signing on that. And uh, especially with all this transfer portal stuff going on right now, hopefully uh, they found themselves a good home for four years. Okay. No, that's what's up, man. Congratulations to them boys, man. Congratulations to you, too. Y'all know um, that's real big for you, too. So they was going to make it. Regardless. Uh, all right. <laughs> but it's, it's cool to have a hand in there, see, some, uh, see these dudes grow and develop and all that, man. So that's Everybody. really what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, something else we wanted to add on, man. So, you know, uh, amongst the hiatus, man, like I, you know, and I didn't even mention it to you, but I know you're cool with it, man. Uh, one man, one of our partners, man, he uh, ended up passing the car accident, man. Uh, Nigel Monroe Hayward, right? So that was another reason we had kind of like fell off for like a few weeks, man. It was like somebody's real close to me and Evan, man. And it was kind of just abrupt and out of nowhere. And I guess, you know, not to just go too far on it, but just, you know, hey, man, the people you love, man, tell them you love them, you know, and just, you know, just be there for your people, man, because you just never know. Um, anything you want to add to that, bro? Rest in peace to a real one, man. Nah, facts. Facts, man. We always had that that positive attitude. Always, bro. Always. Five people could tell me, hey, it ain't that big of a deal. But he's saying, you know, it hit a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, like you said, you know, tell your homeboys, your mom, your dad, everybody. You love them. Give them a hug. 23 years old, man. Gone 20, too soon, but never man. forgotten. Never, never, never forgotten, never bro. Forgotten. It, almost impossible to forget, man. That dude there, man. It was, yeah. Especially when I see that, that R&R. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy, man. The people you be closest to, man, you don't hardly have no pictures with. Like, because you just be... For real. You just be kicking it. I had that one video of us from your grad party. That was it. Like... Because, like, like I told you, the same thing happened with my friend Jay that yeah. was, uh, last year. I had one video of us. Us singing Get Down On It by Cooling The Gang mm-hmm. in the car. Like, yeah. So yeah, I remember you told me that was night. Yeah, like that was like a police thing, right? Uh, yeah, I, I still haven't, you know, the details still haven't come to full light about that. But I just know that's crazy. That you know he was pulled over, then all of a sudden he was in a hospital, and then passed out, or then passed away, that's all within crazy. two days. So yeah, man, I'm still sorry to hear that, man. And like you know. And if it's be kind of like, you know, that, that was a year ago. This is like, you know, another one is, you know, bro. I, I got to clear my throat, bro. But, uh, but yeah, so not like, I mean, I, we, we talked about it before, but like, yeah, no, nah, I hate that for you, man. And I hate that just also for the families too, man. Cause you know, you got people who go, go you know, growing old, man, is, is really tough. Cause you know, you lose your mobility, you lose, you know. You you going into a body that you're not used to, not familiar with, but it's also it's a tragedy to go young because you know you never really realize what you could be doing or get to see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, and so, um, but definitely like you know, always prayers out to the family and friends of the people that uh, you know who go old and young, you know, and um, you know. Be nice but, to people while you're here, man. I promise you, it'll make an impact. It really will. It really will, man. And so, uh, but yeah. Getting into some other stuff, man. We missed a lot. We did miss a lot. Before we before we get into the miss, what we missed, the Metro Boomin album. Yes. And any other albums you listen to? So the Metro album, bangers. Let me no, for, no it was hardly any misses. Like I got, there was two songs on the whole album that I did not add to my phone. And I mean the the production quality of that album. Oh my, God. insane just take me away just like 
bro, the first like three tracks just went right into each. I almost, I almost had to keep looking at my phone mm-hmm. to make sure it was like what yeah, the same song. Yeah, that like song. seamless transition. Yeah. So on my phone, uh, on Spotify, there's a thing you can do to where you can like, um, it'll like fade the last like five, 10 seconds of one song and fade the first like five, 10 seconds mm-hmm. of another one. Mm-hmm. And do that. I mean, it mashed like absolutely perfectly. Like you said, it was seamless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so on time, superhero, too many nights. Oh, not not, not too many nights. Um, on oh, time and superhero. Uh, too many nights. I wouldn't really. Feel, no, I think I like that one. Um, raindrops was good. Umbrella was crazy. That boy nudie. Uh, man, what? Uh, around me, I wasn't necessarily feeling. The uh, Metro Spider. Feel the fire. Man, what? Rest in peace, take off, man. Facts. Uh, creeping. Niagara Falls is welcome down. Like, there hardly, it were hardly any misses the entire album, but like, everybody really did. They like went off. Mm, most it, definitely. Any other albums you listening to? Uh, recently, um, I'm trying to think of the last. I mean, that Her Loss album. I mean, oh, yeah, Her Loss. A couple songs. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kodak, that Cutthroat Bill album. I did not listen I, I to that one. That Check that bit. one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that's all that's come out recently that I've been on. Um, I mean, you know, Sauce Walk is always, you know, dropping music. So mm-hmm. there's always a tape to, to tune into. He just uh, screwed up his uh, All Rage Waka tape that thing so like yes if you haven't heard that album that that uh album the the sound of it is like very like video game like tight mm-hmm. beats so you know there's a lot of like you know okay. electronic sounds yeah that thing is made to be chopped and screwed it sounds amazing screwed up that one uh so also like you know for those who not like i'm an r&b fan too so i've also like i've heard the like i said her loss, that's not an R&B album, but the Metro Boom, that's both of those are rap albums. Uh, the Sauce Walker thing, too. I listened to part of it, I ain't finished it. Um, I listened to what's it called some of the Scissors' new album. Oh, I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, oh, it just bro. dropped like yesterday, right? It's actually pretty it's toxic. I've heard it's good. It, oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. Yeah, somebody said that. Yeah, she misses her ex too much. I gotta, I gotta stop listening to this before <laughs> I make some phone calls. All right, but well, nah, that was good. I ain't gonna hold you. Hey, you see the back of my phone. The Rod Wave tickets from last night. The Rod Wave. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I went to the Toyota Center twice this week. Mm-hmm. Monday, I went to go see the Rockets and the 76ers, James Harden's return. I was watching that game on TV. It was good. Double overtime. It was a good game. It was a real good game. Whenever um, Jalen Green threw that um, oop oh. up. That's stupid. Use your common sense. I was like, bro, you should have just finished it yourself or just made a pass. Like, that was just a, a dumb pass. But, hey, you know, ended up uh, working out in the end. They got the win. You know, James Harden taking the L in Houston. Little baby was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was, like, way up in the nosebleeds. But he was, like, straight down on the on the floor from where I was at. So I saw the back of his head the whole time. And um, then I went to the Tusi and Rod Wave concert mm-hmm. last night. And it was pretty lit. That's what's up. Good vibes, you know. Okay. Singing their hearts out. Okay. And so with that. Because I missed the Rod Wave concert. I wish I didn't miss it. But it, we actually missed a whole bunch of stuff, like you were saying earlier, right? Let's go on, we made a whole list of things we missed while, during our hiatus, man, while we were gone. And so, number one on the list, right? The the collapse of the Rams. Like, that. this entire, like, health thing they got going on. Cup, Stafford, and Donald. Like, Yeah, your three, you know, biggest impact players – all getting hurt. You're sitting at, as of right now, last in the NFC West at four and nine. Looks like uh, that pick we made of the 49ers is going to pay off. Good uh, good insight by us early on in the mm-hmm. season, right? Um, 
Yeah, it, it, it's just rough. You know, I had Cooper Cup on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I looks like I'm, I'm I am making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm either getting get the two or three seed. So you know, we'll see about that. So that hurt my fantasy team. I'll mm-hmm. say that Aaron Donald's killer, and then obviously not having your starting quarterback in the NFL is always an issue. Yeah, see, I had uh, Stafford on my fantasy too. I had to drop him, bro. My fantasy has just been just. Just putrid. Just. Is it worse than last year with the Miles Gaskins experiment? I made the playoffs with Miles Gaskins still. Like, I still dropped him. I still made it. But this one, I'm not even sure if I'm going to make the playoffs because I had, bro, all the picks I had were actually smart picks. Like the Jonathan Taylor thing. Nobody could have predicted his injuries. Um, the Allen Robinson thing. Nobody predicted he was going to not get any touches. Like, yeah, or um, a hitch route every play. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, what else? What else did I have? Um, I'm trying to remember some other because I, I mean my team looks completely different than the way it started. Uh, but Mike Evans, Tom Brady getting suspended. Mike Evans not getting really any touch. Tom Brady struggling the whole season. Like might not hit four thousand yards this year. That's crazy. And, and I know we have this on our list. It's a little further down. The whole NFC South has been putrid. Awful. I mean, they are the worst division in football. And I don't think that's ever, like, been a a thing as long as Tom Brady's been in the league with his division. I mean, they're at the top right now at six and six. The Falcons are five and eight. And then the Saints are at four and nine, which the Eagles actually hold their uh, first round pick. And that's currently sitting at fifth overall. And the Eagles have the best record in the league. Crazy. It's crazy how all this stuff kind of like ends up tying together. Yeah. And so next on, next on the list, Jeff Saturday became the head coach of the Colts. That was, bro, okay, so I was at work when I saw that happen. And I was looking up on TV. I forgot we was at some location or whatever. And I was, I was like, hold on, is that real? I'm thinking it was like a, a whole joke. I said, like, yes, Jeff Saturday has been named the interim coach of the Indianapolis Colts. What, what was your first thought about that? My first thought was like, good for him. Mm-hmm. But is that the best move for the team? I don't know. I think they wanted to kind of take a little bit different approach. You know, Frank Wright was, you know, a huge, you know, X's and O's guys. You know, he was supposed to be, you know, he's not like the Sean McVay. He wasn't the next new young guy. He was already a little older. But I think that what Jeff Saturday said in his press conference, like, stuck with me was where he was like, oh, I know I've seen week in and week out the best do it. I know what that looks like. I know what it takes to win. And I'm Mm. like. He does. Now, it's not the same thing as sitting there and going up on ESPN and, you know, just, you know, shooting the shit about, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the league like he does. But at the end of the day, I mean, he got the, the dub over the Raiders. That, that was a great way to start off one in three um, as of right now. Um, their next game that the Colts are going to play is going to be actually um, – Next week, they're on a bye week right now. So they'll play the Vikings. And um, I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of just fighting for pride right now. But overall, I, I think I think it wasn't a horrible hire. I know some people were dragging him through the mud. You're going to get a guy that's going to get the guys to play, mm-hmm. play for each other. And it, sometimes that's all it takes. OK, so for me, I like someone disagree because like, OK, so I'm with you on the good for him. You know what I mean? Anybody gets the opportunity to do something major or do something they're happy about, cool for them. But the thing, it was so wild because it's like, where one, where did he come from? And then it's like so many other coaches in the league, if, especially if it's going to be an interim. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Reggie Wayne is on your staff. You know what I mean? Like, it, how can you... See, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's on the staff. And so how can you just go pull Jeff Saturday and when you have Reggie Wayne on the staff? So, so I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. Insider information here. Go ahead. 
I know somebody that used to play on the Colts back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Former coach of mine. He said that Reggie Wayne is the biggest diva he ever met and did not expect that from him. Really? Reggie Wayne's a diva, apparently. Hmm. He did a good job keeping everything, you know, in raps and to go to the media about it. But, you know, if, if that statement is true, I can see why maybe they don't want to elevate him. But yeah, like just Saturday kind of did come out of nowhere. But it also makes sense because, you know, he is like a you know ring of honor type of guy. He's, you know, still has a relationship with uh, Jim Ursay, who is his owner. I mean, it, I wasn't caught completely off guard by it. Do I think it was the best hire? No. Like I said, you're probably just trying to get people to play. See what's up for next year. Yeah, because uh, when I think about this, it reminds me of the David Cully thing. Here's why. David Cully was an assistant head coach now. Me and you played football before. What is, what is an assistant head coach? We, that hardly ever exists. You know what I mean? Like, an assistant head coach is probably like a glorified DC. title. Exactly. It's a very glorified title. It's a DC or an OC or something like that. But if you have DCs and OCs and you have an assistant head coach, it's really more of a, come on, it's a rah-rah guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so the, what I got from this is that you the Colts needed an interim head coach. And they went and, went and got, now, I don't know Jeff Saturday personally, anything like that. Could be a great guy. Could be, you know, and of course he played in the NFL. Of course he played with Peyton Manning and all that. And, you know, I've seen him on ESPN. Like, he knows his stuff. I don't know who he is in the locker room because I haven't seen that. But it feels like, and when you say get get people to play, like you need a rah-rah guy. You know what I mean? And my thing is that. Shit, the Colts playing flat as hell. <laughs> there are so many, 99% sure, because every team needs one, that the staff have to have already had one, a rah-rah guy. And so to go pull Jeff Saturday off of television, who didn't put in any, like, staff work, let me say that. Yeah. Staff work just feels like a slap in the face to the people who already work there. Now, I brought up Reggie Wayne, but he has the least amount of coaching experience on the staff. He only had, like, one year. But you have other guys who are like 10 years, eight years, 24 years. You know what I mean? And so that's why I was like, if it was just going to be interim, you can have them interim and then pull them down from head coach. You know what I mean? That's – it just is what it is. If you don't want them to be a head coach, I'm pretty sure comp- – I mean, these franchises have no problem telling people no. So, like, that's why it was but just – that's the thing. That's that's how Jim Ursay is. He does. He's not like the – Typical, you know, think, think, uh, think in the box type of guy. He's mm. like, oh, I'm gonna try to do something, you know, something creative over here. Like, you know, pull, let's bring Carson Wentz into town. All right, mm. well, let's see if we can rejuvenate Matt Ryan. All right, let's see if we can get, you know, a former player of mine to become the next, you know, thing. That's that's a fair point. I get it, that. it, it I get is it. very that's a fair in point. character. That's a fair point. point. So, I mean, I, I I agree with what you said, but it, it, to me, it just. I don't know. It, it it's in like, it's in line with who he is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fair a, point. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. Literally used to do cocaine for like years. So yeah. I mean, he he's a bit sporadic. At times. That's fair. That's fair. You know, drugs. You know, Sometimes drugs they have a lasting effect <laughs> on you. I feel that. I feel that. Hey, yeah. But before we finish this, man, we're gonna take a quick break, man. Follow us on the Break Room H O U on Twitter, the Break Room Podcast on Instagram, and the Break Room Podcast One on Facebook. Follow me, the three, the last underscore king on Twitter, and follow my boy Evan at Evan Schumar. That's S H U M A R D. Yeah, man. Y'all take it easy, man. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, drinking dope, turn me to a superhero, yeah, yeah, hit that pill, turn me to a superhero, yeah, boom, my night is turn me to a superhero, yeah, I'm on that dope again, I'm on that flow again, switch up the flow again, yeah. 
We are back in the break room, still going down some uh, things we missed during our extended hiatus. Let's get into the Kyrie Irving drama. This dude always sticking around in the news for one reason or another. This time for a uh, post, a little bit of uh, anti-Semitic messages that were uh, embedded in it. And... The whole sports media kind of just blew up. Kanye West, you know, yeah. stepped into this. And it's kind of just become a whole ordeal right now, you know. I feel like two, three years ago, it was all about, you know, Black Lives Matter and everything. Now, you know, anti-Semitism has uh, sparked up. So yeah, if it ain't one thing, it's uh, going to be another. Um, Trey, I'm going to get your thoughts on his post and the aftermath of it. Okay, so Kyrie's post was like wild man like it you know but the thing is it was a video that's on amazon prime it's called hebrews to negroes or something like that um and okay so here's the crazy here's like a little history behind it right i haven't watched i personally have not watched the video so take that you know take what i say with a grain of salt on that on that part um the thing is like 20 dollars, and <laughs> it's like four hours long and i wasn't paying for that so like i was like i'm not gonna sit here and watch the whole thing um he should have learned from deshaun jackson that's hilarious. Deshaun Jackson posted the same thing. Yeah. Literally, what, mm-hmm. a year or two ago? Mm-hmm. And got fried for it. Yeah, that's absolutely hilarious. Like, and nobody brought that. I don't think, I ain't hear too many people bring that up. No. Nah. I yeah. just remember it because he was on my team when it happened. Mm-hmm. And so, so the thing about, for the people who don't know, there's an actual, a religious group, I forgot what they call, uh, the Hebrew Israelites, right? Primarily uh, African-Americans, you know, they believe that they are uh, the true Israelites and things like that or whatever. I'm not from David and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm personally am not a part of that group or don't really believe that either. Uh, I think, you know, Hebrews or actual Hebrews, you know. And granted, you do have, you know, uh, black Jews, you know, that's a that's actually a real thing. But at the same time, like not all black people are Jewish, you know, or, you know, whatever. So. But for what for, for what his post was like, he could have been a lot more sensitive towards it in like, um, in the in the way it was presented. Now, if you believe something, you, I'm all for people believing what they believe. But at the same time, you present it in a way to where it's not attacking people. Now, you're always gonna step on some toes just because that's just the, the year and age we're living in. Everybody's gonna be sensitive about something. But at the same time, it's like, bro, come on now, Kyrie. You're an NBA player. You make millions, bro. People are going to look at you. People ought to think you're crazy, like a flat earther kind of dude. So, like, just don't even um, – with the whole thing with his apology and everything, uh, that was cool. But how the NBA kind of drug it out a little bit or, like, the media kind of drug it out, I was like, okay. Like, he said he's sorry. What y'all want him to do? Like, what else? Like, he can't take it back. You know what I mean? But uh, for – yeah, like, like I said, it was wrong. You know what I mean? He apologized for it. And I was looking for it to move him. It's like people almost want him to get on bending knees and like, and, you know, strip down to his clothes and say, you Stone know, me, please. Yes, please. Like, you know, so that, that was a little much. But yeah, that's really basically my thoughts on it. Yeah. How about you? I mean, this isn't the first time an athlete's posted something about this. Like I said, Deshaun Jackson did it. Um, especially after Deshaun did it, it kind of became a big thing for for a little while. You figured that, uh, you know, the, the message about it, uh, to kind of paraphrase what the, the message was. Basically, there, there's a, a quote in there uh, from uh, one of the... Um, I don't even know what to call him. The the, the main character of the, the, the story, I yeah, guess. I didn't yeah, watch, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, because like the, the documentary is about like him and his findings and all this and that. Mm. 
there's a quote from Hitler that basically says that black people are the true Israelites and, you know, um, Americans, you know, enslave them and this and that and everything. I get the premise. What they're trying to say is like, hey, you know, black people are, you know, the, the true Israelites and people still mistreat them. Mm-hmm. And some people like Kanye are trying to like stand up for Hitler and be like, yeah, he's right. What did he do to the people that were considered the real Israelites mm-hmm. at that time? The Jews. Burn them. Burn them. So do you think Hitler was on the side of black people? Absolutely, Absolutely the not. hell not. not. No. You're stupid if you think that. You're mm-hmm. stupid. I get, I, I can see how that could be misleading. Mm-hmm. And then the, yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like Kanye speaking on it drove up and then, you know, he's got his own thing going on now. So there's been a lot going on right now. And it all just comes down to just why can't everybody be nice to each other? Yeah. Then co-signing a madman just doesn't sound like the best PR move either. Yeah. Using a quote from Hitler, if you're yeah. trying to uh, bring positivity to anything, <laughs> go, go, go ahead and just keep that one in the memory bank. Don't. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Keep Hitler's pro- like if you ask me who's the worst person that I could think, Hitler's definitely the first person. Oh uh, yeah. Second after that, hey, you know there, there there's some debate. There's some de- like the guy Hitler oh, is on, unanimously on. the worst person. Hey, hey, think about this. So something else that we can bring up, Brittany Griner. We just got Brittany Griner back. That's right. You know who we just traded away? Bro, we just got fleeced. Yeah. <laughs> but we're the Texans. We just this, traded yeah, away. Yeah, this, this, this is the Bill O'Brien trade. <laughs> Bro, he gave away a dude named the Merchant of Death <laughs> for a seven foot female basketball player. Great for her. she definitely deserved to be home. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 did not deserve to be arrested anyway. Now, was it very very stupid of her to? Yes, just don't break the law in other countries. Yeah, but. like this is not America. You cannot bring your little dab cart over there. Like mm-hmm. they are. Uh, what was she incarcerated for? Like nine or ten months, something like that. Um, Almost a year. It was it was almost a year. Yeah, it was a long time. Dude. Uh, I thought it was like five months. Huh? I mean, I could be wrong, but mm. anyways, multiple months that she was locked up. And my thing is, she I feel like she kind of antagonized them too. What you mean? So you know, Russia. You know, they they are very um, pro Russian. You know, mm. anti anything else, especially anti American. Russia is already. Notably kind of racist, right? They were looking for her a little bit because she plays overseas over there all the yeah. time. Yeah. So she like, you know, what wearing I think her wearing that Black Lives Matter shirt and mm-hmm. all that kind of just antagonized them a little bit. So, you know, oh, we're gonna search that back a little bit harder now. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is in other countries, you know. Yeah. And it's just like everybody complaining about um the customs in, in uh the World Cup in uh Quedar. They yeah, they don't drink alcohol over there. It's an Islamic nation. They, yeah. they don't do that. There's not going to be, you know, brothels on every corner and stuff like that. Like, people are upset about other customs, and it's like, this is not your home. This yeah. is another land. This mm-hmm. has been here for thousands of years. So I just don't understand why people have a hard time, you know, accepting that. But Things, thinking like it should be. Uh, there, there was a rumor that we also threw in a second round pick as well. So, uh, really? We at least. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we traded Merchant of Death. We traded. And away. we didn't bring home that Marine, which everybody's pissed about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Michael Parsons got uh, flamed on uh, Twitter for saying, how do we not bring him back? Mm-hmm. But, bro, hey, you know, we traded away the Russian Tony Stark, bro. Like it's it's completely insane. <laughs> like Stark. how we what we what we well, he's in he's in prison, like with a hoodie on and not speaking. Like <laughs> He's having fun over there. He's having fun in prison. He's probably bro. still making millions. Bro, it's yeah. Black market gun sales and all this other stuff. Like, bro, it's yeah. Oh. I mean, Yes, let's free the dude who sold the Taliban guns to, to kill us. Yeah, yes. hey, let's, you know, glad she's home. We should have got that Marine back, yes. And yeah, I could, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like, you know. That's, Shout that's out to that family, bro, because I'd be infuriated, bro. I couldn't even like, 
I almost couldn't even look at the TV. Oh, he's been locked up for 11 years. Mm. It's crazy. That's a long ass time. Yeah. It's like half That's my insane. Life. And look, they didn't get any like ESPN show. They didn't get any kind of free postings or, oh, count the days that he hasn't been home. Any, they didn't get any of that. So like, you know. You know that video of uh, all those um, women that um, dress like Britney, you know, that free Britney thing. <laughs> the most cringest video. Yeah, They're like, right. it worked. <laughs> No, and then uh, Vin Diesel's post where he's like at the basketball arena. Yeah, yeah. I need Britney home for Christmas. Yeah. That's family right there. (laughs) I saw that. But that, yeah, that was probably the worst. You want to stick on the ignorance for a second? Dyke video of like. Can can, can we stick with the ignorance? What's up? What's up? Bro, Jerry Jones. Can can, can we talk about him and, you know, the uh, old, you know, civil rights photos? Him, you know, looking like he's screaming the hard R at somebody. Yeah. So people who don't know. So Jerry Jones, there was a photo that came back out and it was like Jerry Jones. He was advocating for for segregation. Yeah. So, um, you know, at some point here, here's something like this. So to a certain age, your parents raise you after when you get to a certain age, you kind of finish raising yourself. Is that fair to say? Yeah. That's fair to say. Because after a certain age, I feel like your parents can't really control what you do. You're an adult. You're in your 20s. You know, you kind of have a mind of your own. And you believe what you believe. Now, Jerry Jones, you know. So, not saying that people can't change or, mind, you know, hearts can't be turned anything. But to be at a... Re- can you still hear me? Oh, yeah. You got to. <laughs> some, some of my headphones went out of the I can definitely hear you. But, yeah. Uh, to be at a rally, bro. Like I don't know. I don't. It just then it kind of makes me think about. And you know, if, if, for those who saw the LeBron James uh, interview when he talked about that, uh, or why he's not a Cowboys fan anymore during that whole during the 2020 all the protests and Black Lives Matter movement and things like that. Jerry Jones didn't say anything. You know, so. the only thing he said was, uh, "If you're a Dallas Cowboy, you're standing for this anthem." Exactly. So it kind of makes me think about all that too. You know. Granted, people change over time. It was a long time ago. It was, but, but yeah, it's, it's like, at the end of the day, man. you know, how, how, this might be ignorant of me to say, but go ahead, go ahead. he's made how many black millionaires? Very so, true. So has the, uh, you know, the, the, the balance, you know, settled out? Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not still. You know, spewing hate at people is, you know, it's kind of, you know, hard to move on past that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, uh, and then when I think about that, like. Or how many people he's made millionaires and things like that, you know. One thing I will say about Jerry Jones, he's a player's owner. If you fuck up a lot, he is more inclined to want to help you. People like uh, Demarcus Lawrence, uh, Randy Gregory, you know, people that had a lot of uh, problems, especially like drug testing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Early on in the career, Alden Smith. I I wonder if he feels... I wonder if he did anything in his past to maybe maybe he had like an abuse, uh, you know, uh, issue, mm-hmm. like a, a substance abuse problem or anything like that to where that he because uh, this is coming from an Eagles fan. I hate the Cowboys mm. to where like maybe he, you know, m- maybe he recognizes what he did was wrong and maybe he wants to help people that, you know, maybe he feel like uh, my actions, you know, maybe at the end of the day went against what, you know, was probably in their best interest. So, I don't know. Just food for thought on that. Maybe yeah. maybe he feels bad. Maybe that's why he's done what he's done. Yeah, man. So maybe he hasn't. What he's done here is West. I'm not here to question the, the um, where it's coming from or the place or how sincere he is or anything like that. I don't know Jerry Jones personally, so I can't really speak on his character. Oh, you don't? You don't know a billionaire? I don't, man. man unfortunately. You the game, bro. I guess so, man. I'm lacking, man. I need to, you know. You know what the crazy thing is? For me to have, here's something my mom always hated. Something I've never done or that I didn't do. 
So I went to like private high school, right? Mm. There were so many like rich kids there and I'm not cool with any of them. Like, yeah, cause they're probably assholes. I didn't know, like, I just could, I didn't kick it with any of them. Like, and mom's like, how you go there and didn't come up with no rich friends? Like, you know, but. Cause we build different. I guess so. I guess so. Um, moving past that, after Jerry Jones, did we talk about Kyrie getting cut from Nike, Nike tripping? Jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was uh, another consequence of, you know, his actions. Nike cut their endorsement deal with him. Mm-hmm. So that'll be uh, some millions lost on his end. Kyrie barely want to play basketball anyway. So, I, yeah, mean, I mean, we've been talking about this for so long. Like, I think I said this a million times. I'm kind of just tired of talking about him off the floor. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about him on the floor. On the floor. It's it's great. It's it's amazing. Off the floor, bro. It's just nonsense. Yeah, off the field, man, A.B. got that covered. Like, you know what I mean? It's enough nonsense that he's on. Like, and that dude was just in a uh, freaking police standout for like a week. You what? We yeah. just hiding in his house. Crazy. Yep. And then you got Russell Wilson out here just, you know, doing high knees on planes and, you Caught. know, <laughs> waving his hands circling at midfield, bro, and stinking up the bed. Bro, it, it, Russell, I did not expect the Broncos to Russell be, Wilson be on the God, 50, Russell Wilson be on the 50 yard line singing no weapon and Jen just like farting on the field. Like it's just it's kind of like and you're I, three and nine, dude. I feel you. It's like I be feeling them, but I be like, bro, come here. Like so corny. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'll be on one. I almost want to hear the uh, what song in the background? Um, How great. Not even. Yeah, yeah. That would. <laughs> or the Breakfast Club song. Like, Don't you forget about. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah, like, yeah. I feel like he's in his own little movie or something like. That boy's stuck in the 80s. No, nah, there it is. He, he would have been perfect in the 80s as a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro, he would have been like game changer. Yeah, yeah. With that, uh, I'm talking about his personality. Oh, personality. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I guess the last couple things was uh, Deshaun Watson's return stunk up the bed. Yes, but the Browns defense scored three touchdowns and they still blew out, which is insane. Can we talk about um the um the ignorance of Tony Busby, bro? What is this man's problem? And like what? See, okay, see, this, this is, okay, this is a little ignorant, not ignorant, but like, this is like a little, might be controversial, let me say that. And I know you might, you might be, I'm not going to speak for you, but you might be thinking the same thing. I'm not here to say what happened, because I was not in the room, but why would you come to your assaulter's game? It makes literally no sense to me. How many did he bring to? Like Like 10. 10? He brought 10 of these, uh, you know, who got the settlement, who got who got not only one settlement, they got two settlements from the Texans and Deshaun. Why? For all I know, they could have been wearing matching shirts in a whole uni. You know what I mean? Like ignorance. Why? You know, it like it almost kills like the whole little thing for me. Like and I really hate that for people who are like women who are like actual victims Mm. because like it just like. It it's kills their whole case. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it definitely is. A, I feel like it kind of is a spit in the face to, you know, women who have actually been um, victimized. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just ignorant. I mean, bro, there's, there, there's a lot of ignorance that's happened in the last couple of weeks. But, hey, you know, that's the world that we live in. And speaking of the world, World Cup going on right now. Portugal gone. Ronaldo mm. out of here. Last World Cup. Crazy. Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. I mean, there's there's a lot happening right now with that. They are. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what round they're on to. I think they're in the quarterfinals right now. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. The quarterfinals were, were were this week. Were like yesterday. 
the semifinals now. So we have Argentina going against Croatia. Croatia back in the top four like they were last time. And uh, they will face um, the winner of Morocco and England and France. They just started playing uh, right now. 0-0 still. So final four teams are going to be either England and France against Morocco and Argentina against Croatia. Uh, USA did make it to the round of 16. Mm-hmm. We uh, took a fat L to the Netherlands, 3-1. to one. And then the Netherlands were then just taken out by Argentina. Big, big surprise here was I was watching this in class yesterday. I handed out my review for the uh, final that we got coming up next week. I'm watching Croatia and Brazil. Mm-hmm. One of my real good friends growing up, Lucas. He's from Brazil, so I always root for them. And when Neymar scored in overtime, I thought it was going to be over. Mm-hmm. And then Croatia scored again, then went to PKs, and they lost. And I was like, y'all have, like, the best strikers in the world. How do you lose a PK to freaking Croatia? Yeah. Ha! You're Brazilian. <laughs> you can't lose to Caucasians in soccer. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I'm just. While we're across the world, though, while we're talking about some overseas stuff, you know, we got some overseas people or, you know, foreigners. Um. Some combative sports. So uh, something else we missed. Israel Adensaya lost to Alex Pereira, and his record is now twenty three and two. See this now. This is the crazy part. Did you did you watch that fight? I did not. Okay, I just saw him getting just slumped. Yes, bro. It was not. It was not pretty. And the funny fact, the the reason for this fight, yeah, a little background for those who don't know, Alex Pereira beat him twice before. In some non, you know, non UFC matches, like kickboxing matches and some other side stuff, but he hasn't. Israel has never beaten him, and now that streak continues. Now he's lost to him three times. That's why Alex got his number. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like, cause I wasn't expecting it at all. I was like, eh. I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. But even Superman got kryptonite. I eat, hey, because Batman stays strapped. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. uh, bro, it was. It was crazy, bro. He got empty out the bank before he go out. Bro, like the third round, bro, he took a mid-rib kick, and I was like, oh, my head. I'm like, he had to shit himself. Like, yeah. he had to. And, like, especially with, like, I mean, it's not that he's he's obviously built, mm. but he's just, like, tall and lanky. I, yeah. I know that had to, has to hurt a bro, little bit more. I was like, that shook me to my core just seeing it. And so, like, yeah, man, that was crazy. Another uh, thing uh, as far as combat or sports, man, let's go into boxing. So, something I'm so excited to see. We've been waiting for, like, two years. Bro, bro, so... <laughs> Uh, Javante Davis will fight Ryan Garcia, man, and this is going to be such a good match. And here's why: because they are both speed guys. Yes, both young, both like to run their mouth, incredibly yeah. quick hands. You know, Javante is a product of uh, the Mayweather camp, yeah. so you know he's got that defense on him. Thanks. And early fight prediction. I don't. Ooh, I don't know, bro. Okay, so part of me wants to go with Javante just because, like. Where he's coming from and the res- resume, but at the same time, Ryan has the same. Ryan to me hasn't fought anybody this elusive. You know what I mean? But at the same Javante time, is the top tier when it comes to that. Exactly. But thing is, Ryan goes like his quick punches are so fast that sometimes I don't see them. You know what I mean? When people try to close the distance with shorter fights, because Ryan is tall. So people try to close the distance. He'll get them with a quick uppercut that's so fast that you have to freeze frame the camera to see it. And you're like, oh, they just stumbled over. Like, what? Did he even punch him? But no, like, he actually caught them just that fast. And so, um, you know, has Javante fought fast people? Yes. But at this length, no. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a challenge for both of them. Exactly. Both of them going to have to kind of get outside their comfort zone a little bit. Well, not get out. It's going to be a little uncomfortable for Javante, but it's going to be something entirely new for Ryan. 
Yeah, Ryan's going to have to use his reach to an advantage. He he can't let Javante get up in him, mm-hmm. him get inside of him, because if he does, Javante will knock you out. Exactly. So, man. It's- and, and for that reason, my fire prediction, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Javante Davis, knockout in the eighth round. Okay. That's fair. Because he's going he's gonna to work that body, man. Yeah, he's going to gas him out. He, yeah. He's going to do what Mayweather did. Javante's not going to knock you out in the first second round. No. He's not our Mike. But Ryan has that capability. Ryan can, though. Yeah. Ryan wants to knock you out. Yeah. He don't right want to go too long. Javante yeah. wants to play with you. He, like, he, he's, he's Mayweather's camp. Uh, you know, he's their next uh, pro, um, pro, uh, protege, whatever it's called. Mm. Man, he... That, that boy got a mean bunch on him, too. Thanks. So yeah. He got a good chin. I ain't going to lie. But so both of them, honestly, Both of them, yeah. But Ryan actually got a pretty strong chin. But, mm. like, to me, he hasn't been touched Ryan, that much. He was more of, like, that, like, social media fighter. And then I actually watched um, some highlights of him, you know, in the last, like, couple of years. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, because he's, like, our age. Mm-hmm. So, he, you know, he might be even a year he's younger. He's a year younger, yeah. yeah. So, it's, like, kind of crazy to think that, you know, people our age are out here making millions, you know, punching people in the face. Must be nice. But he's like that. Yeah, he, no, he's like that. And the thing is, but for Ryan, his defense, like, his defense is solid, but it's not like Javante's. And for me, from what I've seen, I haven't watched every Ryan Garcia fight, but he hasn't been touched like that. You know what I mean? Like, somebody at this size, Javante is shorter. I forgot how tall Javante is, but he's... Just like a whole 5'6". Yeah, like, he's like a good 8 inches shorter than Ryan. Something like that. Uh, I know Ryan is like six foot one. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's about my height. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, man, we'll we'll just see. We'll just see. It's gonna be a real good fight, bro. I'm probably might make this like a whole like a little event for me or something like that. But I'll right, after hours, <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll bring some. All right, bet. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, hey, so look, that's been all for the things we missed for the most part. Is that it? Is it? Yep. Okay. Hey, yeah, we're gonna be right back. Follow us on the break room. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You got something? Oh, you know, hey, shout out to the Eagles and the NFCs for being the best division. Facts. They did NFC sneak up on everybody to become the best, best division in football. But yeah, follow us on the Break Room HOU on Twitter and the.breakroom.podcast on Instagram and the Break Room Podcast at one on Facebook. Follow me, three, the last underscore king on Twitter, and follow my boy Evan at Evan Schumard. So yeah, man, y'all take it easy, man. We'll see y'all in just a minute. Enjoy the music. All right, yo, what's up, man? You are here back in the break room. Welcome back again. So let's go and get into the NFL, right? Baker. Baker Mayfield. The guy who, can I say everybody wrote off? I can say he was written off, but he didn't write back. Like, uh, who said that? Uh, that was uh, from the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith said that. He said, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back. And so, yeah, now nah, Baker got a comeback win against the Rams, man. And that was against the Raiders. Raiders. On the Rams. On the Rams. Excuse me. Thank you. And so, I mean, what do you think about that? Because for me, at first, I was like, okay, huh? the Rams. I mean, a nice little game winning drive is, you know, it's cool. It's, it's good, good for him. I mean, this this is gonna. That boy's sl- fighting for. All right, so this is what I said to my uh, my friends when. We were on, before you get before you get, this is not him uh, evolving into a, a future starter again. This is not that. Like I don't believe that at all. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. I just want to throw that so, out so, there. So for my people. thoughts were in line with that. This dude isn't fighting for a starting job. Yeah, no, this dude is no. fighting for his career. Yes. He is fighting yes. to be like worthy of being on a roster. 
Now, it's not necessarily the talent. He does have the talent. It's just kind of everything else. You know, the decision making, the the antics, the, the social media and the, the presence and all that stuff. You know, a lot of that stuff comes back on the locker room. Mm. But if you're winning football games, hey, it doesn't matter. But now the success for him was um, non-existent, really, in uh, Carolina. They decided to stick with Sam Darnold, let him go. Now he signs with the Rams. And, I mean, he didn't even exactly play that good. I mean, he played solid, but Mm. I understand that the Rams also don't have their whole core together. So, you know, but I mean, he went 22 of 35 for 230 in the touchdown. You know, Good, good for Baker. He, he's fighting for his career right now. He's fighting for a possibility to be a backup maybe next year. Don't know where that'll be, but hey, I think um, I'll say this. I think the Rams is a good home for him to sit there and learn because he, he obviously needs to learn. I don't know what he needs to learn. I don't know if he needs to, you know, work on going to his you know second or third read. I don't know if it's, you know, ball placement necessarily, but he is in a good spot to get better. Uh, Baker. Yes. Yeah, um, I don't know what to think for. Uh, well, I do know what to think exactly what you said. You almost spoke my entire mind. Um, and it just makes me think about what's going on in Carolina. And also, it kind of makes me think this. How in the world is he getting a shot when Cam Newton isn't on no NFL roster? Now, granted, Cam Newton is older than him, but I almost feel like at this point they're capable of the exact same thing. I, I do not disagree with that. Okay. If anything, I feel like Cam is going to not make as many mistakes, mm-hmm. but I feel like their floors are like similar, but Cam's ceiling is still higher. He offers you that rushing ability. Yeah. And when he was in New England, and then even went back to Carolina, they still couldn't stop him, you know, in the goal line, stuff like that. But, hey, um, I think it just comes down to the age, like you said. That's it. So, yeah, I, I, that, that's all I have on that. Uh, you want to go ahead and get into the week 14 slate of games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Or did you want to go uh, MVP prediction? Uh, let's close out with that. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Closer to that. Let's yeah. go and get us in the NFL. Let's go and play that right. music. Yeah. Okay, all right. We lit again. All right. Vikings versus the Lions. 12 o'clock game. Give me 12 o'clock Kirk Cousins. Yes, yeah, same. Yeah, 12 o'clock Kirk Cousins is a different animal. All right. Next game, NFC or AFC North matchup. Excuse me. I saw a, a tweet that said AFC North is the ghetto of the NFL. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's like, bro, they always, you know, starting up some stuff, you know, fighting and all this snap, you know, feisty defenses. I thought that was funny. Ravens versus the Steelers. This one in Pittsburgh. I'll take Lamar. Ooh, is Lamar actually going to play? I don't think so. He's not. I don't think Tyler so. Tyler Huntley's starting. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. He did hurt himself last week. Yeah, he's still taking the Ravens. Still taking the Ravens? Oh, man. What is the – what's the Steelers' hills looking like? Um – they don't have any drastic injuries. Okay. I might I might go with the Steelers on this one. Can he pick it? I'm going to go with the Steelers. All right. All right. We're already getting a, a little bit of a differences here in just the first couple of games. All right. We'll stick here in the AFC North. Browns versus the Bengals. Deshaun will go up against Joe Shiesty. Yeah, give me the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pretty simple there. Jamar Chase coming back. Jamar Chase for Denzel Ward. Matchup. I will be I will be watching that game. Mm. And that will be something that um 
I will be looking forward to seeing. All right, another division matchup. This time in the AFC East, we got the Jets going to Buffalo. I like this. I do. I do like this. And, you know, um, an emerging talent that people, that I'm so, like, I really kind of like his game. Uh, It's been real cool. Just for, like, for the whole offensive situation, Garrett Wilson. Yes. Man, he's been pretty good. Like the Ohio State University. Yeah, man. He's been solid, bro. So um I'm on my fantasy team. He got me, you know, 20, 20 something points last week. Yeah, I picked Appreciate him up too. Yeah, hey. Uh, a couple weeks ago. And so um as far as the Bills, I don't know what I I had them as a like for for right now, as far as the Super Bowl concerned, I think it's the Chiefs, it's the Chiefs Super Bowl or Super Bowl to lose or opportunity to lose. Let me say that. And so the Bills are kind of like the Bills are still great. Don't get me wrong, but they're beatable. They're human. They don't look superhuman anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think the Jets, the Jets can probably make something happen. I see a scenario where the Jets win. Let me say that. And but uh, I'm still gonna go with the Bills. <laughs> I'm still gonna go with the Bills. Still going with the Bills. All right. What about the Battle of Texas? Give me the Cowboys. Unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think the Texans are going to put up any type of a fight. All right. What is I'll go ahead and keep pushing off of that one? NFC East matchup. Eagles going to New Jersey to play the New York Giants. Hmm. 12 o'clock. Give me the Giants. The Giants. Fair so, enough. I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. I, 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 the Giants secondary is absolutely depleted right now. Mm-hmm. And, um... The way that the Eagles receiver core just absolutely just exploited Tennessee last week. And that's kind of like the same, you know, level of uh, secondary they're going against this week. Both the receivers had 100 yards. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Give me Philly. I see. I feel like the, the Eagles will not be able to control the clock this game. I feel like that's going to play a major role in their loss this time. Why do you say that? Mm, I feel like this uh, this ground game for the Giants is really going to run past the Eagles just this time. I know what they got with the acquisition. They got Sue. They tried to pick up some other D-linemen, but I feel like and it's Ball just... Joseph. And we got Jordan Davis back. Jordan you know Davis we held back. Derrick Henry to 33 rushing yards? Hold on, week? he came back? Jordan yeah. Davis came back? Yeah, we held Derrick Henry to 33 rushing yards last week. Oh, let me change that. I didn't know he was back. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, so you're really the taking Eagles. the Giants over the Eagles. Let me okay, go with the you know. Eagles. You're, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. All right, well, speaking of the Titans, you know, they just got mollywhopped by the Eagles last week, I think 35-10. to 10. They're going to have a division game going against the Jaguars. Now, I think this one's going to be very, very close. I think it's going to be a competitive game. Give me the Titans. I think they're going to have some vengeance. Derrick Henry's got a big game. Give me the Titans, but, like, I, I'm i I'm not even confident in that just because, like, the Titans' defense can't cover a car, part car. Like they just can't. They're not good in the secondary. They're not even the secondary isn't good. Uh, they're not. They're not good in his own coverage. They're not good in press coverage. Christian Kirk is going to be like the mid uh, a mid zone receiver this entire game, and I got him on my fantasy too. He's been great. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll be competitive, but I still think the Titans will win. I see a. a I see a scenario with the Jaguars winning. I like Trevor Lawrence's comeback uh, victory a couple weeks ago. That was nice. That was nice. All right. Um, man, we got a lot of division games this time. AFC West matchup, 3 o'clock game. You have the Chiefs going up against Russell Wilson. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. 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 Not too much on that one. Just, yeah. Yeah. The Russell Wilson sucks. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Panthers versus the Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks as well. Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold versus Geno Smith. Uh, not the uh, elite quarterback matchup, but, you know, hey. It'll be a... Uh, Playoff Geno. Okay. Yeah. It'll be uh, another Possibly. for Geno to light it up. Possibly. All right. Game of the week. Tampa Brady. Buccaneers. 
going against the San Francisco 49ers. Down to the third string quarterback. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Mm. 49ers defense has been the best in the NFL this year. Tom, trying to make a push to secure that uh, playoff spot, trying Man. to get that four seed. What you thinking? Give me the 49ers. <sighs> Even though this is so... Yeah, just I mean, the Bucks have just been bleh. Like, they have. And, and that's very, especially at this point of the year, very uncharacteristic of Tom Brady. I'm going to take the Bucks. Okay. Just because I think Brock Party is, is going to mess up eventually, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it'll be. So you think the Forty Nine? You think the Forty Nine will beat themselves? Not Tom Brady will beat them. Tight beat. Okay. I, I just because this defense, they have, they, the the Bucks have a good secondary. They have great linebackers and they have a stout D line. Might be a bit bit of a test for Brock. Um, I'm not sure if he'll uh, pass that test. Mm. I, I make like, it 67 or 68, but it's still failing. You know. I see. I feel like they're out scheming this game. And that's the thing. That's why I originally mm. had them. Uh, as my victors, but I thought about it because, you know, they're going to try to do that. But how limited are they? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I just, mm-hmm. don't, I just don't know. I just haven't seen it from Brock Purdy yet. Okay. But I did like him last week. All right, what about Sunday Night Football? Dolphins and the Chargers. Oh, Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Dolphins too, man. The Chargers are just charging. They're up so banged up, bro. Like, oh. It's, what are they, 6-6 six and six right now? Yeah. I, I hate that for them. Bro, they're, so, they're such a talented roster, but they just. It, they're like that every year. They can't stay healthy. It's it, it's it's rougher than a $2 steak, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Monday Night Football. New England Patriots going to see Kyler Murray in the desert. I'm going to take, uh, take the home team. Give me the cards. Same. All right. So. Let's go to that Thursday night game. Let's go and get that in there, too. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, let's go ahead and preview 49ers versus Seahawks. This one in Seattle. Does that change anything for you? Yes. S- slightly. Uh, I'm a, I might go. I might swing Seahawks on this one. Okay. Okay. And I, I'm going to take the 49ers. I think cool. that they're uh, the talent that they're going to have to go against is going to be lesser than the Bucks. Mm-hmm. If they do lose this week. Uh, I feel like the Seahawks are definitely a beatable team, but you also cannot sleep on them at all. Mm. The Bucks are too inc- – well, well, that's been their whole thing the entire year. They can't run the ball. They, they, they can't run. They can barely pass. Like, they're so inconsistent. And when they do have a good game, they can't keep into the next game. So, yeah. Which, like I said, is very uncharacteristic of Tom Brady at this point of the year. He mm. starts off slow a lot. Mm. The, throughout his career, all that's the, the thing. But once you get to November, December, he's usually lighting it up. But, hey. And, um, and I hate people saying Tom Brady's he led the league in passing just last year. Like yeah, it's it, I don't think he's physically washed. There's mm-hmm. just a lot um occurring right now. Yeah. Speaking of people lighting it up and everything, I want to get your week 14 MVP prediction as of right now. It's it's not gonna be popular. I think it's a two-man race. Who you okay? I don't think my two are your two. All right, give me yours. My two are two receivers. Receivers. Yeah, I know. You, I mean, I, I love that, but you know they don't give the MVP to receivers. I know they won't. I know they won't. Right, they I, would, just I, won't. I would love to hear this. They won't. So my two receivers are, and I mean, I'm pretty sure you can think of the names. Tariq Hill is one. And another one who's like lower, lower on the list is Justin Jefferson. Like, it's been insane yeah. what they've been on. So like, are you ready to finally admit that he's a like a top three receiver now? No, top five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember when we had our um little like top fives earlier in the year. Yeah, I had you're being very disrespectful on the young man. I had D hop there. 
and and no, no no you know what I had Jamar Chase over Justin Jefferson. Yes, but then you you contradicted yourself in that. I don't know if you remember that. You said I can't put Justin Jefferson in there because he hasn't done it for that long. Of a and I had and Jamar, you Chase, put Jamar, Jamar Chase, Chase in there. In there. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. That was the same thing. Okay, this guy. But yeah, okay. So what was my five again? I think I had. I forgot who I had at number one. Um, Tyreek. No. Oh, you're talking about your list? I had Jamar, Jamar um, no, Devontae Adams. That yeah, was who was yeah, my number Devontae. one. I think, yeah, I think he's I had, been killing it this year, too. Yes, you know, the Ravens have, uh, Raiders have not been doing good. Who I had, uh, I think I had, who was my number two? I can't remember. But I know I had D-Hop. I know I had Tariq Hill. Yeah, D-Hop was uh, your Probably my number two. Five, I believe. No, I, Cooper Cup was, no, Cooper Cup was in my top five, so I think he might have been my number five. Something I, like something that. Something like that. Four, but anyway, five. so it was Devontae Adams, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Tariq Hill, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Cup. And even though I feel like Cooper Cup is the least my least talented among them, but he just he's he he yeah, can do what he can do. For yeah, his resume just speaks for it. So mm. but, know, he might not be the fastest, might not be the flashiest, but but he makes it happen. Can't cover he, he makes it happen. So can't okay. can't even argue with it. But now, like I, I love your perspective on the receivers thing, though. I I wish. Yeah, I wish, I but bro, I really do. It's insane. It is. No, he's. I think at this point he's probably the best receiver in the league. Who? Justin Jefferson. I think he is surpassed. Devontae Adams. He can make I catches can't. that Devontae Adams can't make. And his route running and all that stuff is, is great. Now, of course, he has been clamped twice this year by the Eagles and the uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. And that's Hold not up. a good look, play, but that are does you, happen to everybody. Though. Are you ready to put Teron Diggs in your top five cube, uh, cornerbacks? Who? Diggs. Oh, Diggs. Sorry, I just couldn't understand you. Um... Because you said he was nowhere near that after nah, last year. No, nah, no, nah, because he still gets killed I, this year. But he's clamped some of the best receivers yeah, in the he, league. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm ready to put him in that conversation now. Okay, so we swap. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but except my argument was, you know, way better than yours. You think so? 100%. I uh, see last year, the thing, but I, I was talking about growth and actual coverage. So, like, you said he gave the most yards last year, but then he turned around and hasn't done the same thing twice. And then he actually make, made up for his mistakes. Yeah, but the thing that made him so good last year was the picks. And he's not, you know, getting, uh, what, 12 interceptions this year or whatever he had last year? But then he's taking the number, the number one guys off, away from the field. No, he is. And, no, and that's very valuable. That's very, very valuable. But I still don't think he's better than Darius Slay. Okay, that's fair. Darius Slay is actually, he doesn't get enough credit now. No, no. Very, very slept on. And then Jair Alexander is actually getting beat, though, sometimes by some of the best receivers. Yeah, Jair. So what Jair, you, I, th- I think the Packers are just like, so, it's pa- just cursed right now or so something. Pa- so what do you think about that? The, the, the whole city, everything in Green Bay is just weird. It, it's kind of like the... Um, it's kind of like what's happening with the Rams, but the Rams have the injuries. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the Packers are suffering due to their front office negligence. True, but, but, but that's been their thing for like the past five years. Yeah, and I feel like it's just at this point, it, the snowball effect is it's too big to overcome at this point. And yeah, Jair, I don't really know what's going on with him because, man, that dude has been, I mean, absolutely just on clamps the last couple of years. I, I don't know if it's the fact that the defense has to be on the field more this year. So, you know, it's more reps for, you know, him to be out there to get, you mm-hmm. know, torched. But that's rough. Uh, there was another corner that's um, freaking like J.C. Jackson. He's been hurt this year and he, he he's, a you know, an elite type of guy. I hate when injuries, you know, I want to see, uh, I know everybody wants to see. I just want one year where like the top tier guys at like majority of positions can stay healthy. I want to see what that turns out. You'll never get that. I know, bro. It sucks. Like the only way I'm going to get that is if I turn injuries off and mad. Yeah. Because I really want to see, all right, 17, I want everybody to play 17 games and Mm -hmm. let's look at the tape and let's see the numbers and let's see how everything turned out. So if you were to go like your three right now, top three on both sides, receivers and... 
cornerbacks. Top three receivers, uh, just in just in no particular order. I'm gonna go Justin, Devontae, and Tyreek. Same. Cornerbacks. So, uh, but for it, me, it's weird. It's a weird year this year for, for the corners. Uh, for me, Devontae is probably like my. I don't. I don't. I, no, I can't put him in order. I can't put him in order. Take it back. But yeah, put it putting in order. I, I ain't, ain't going to ask you to do all that. What do you think about Sauce Garner? What about is him? he? Is he a top five corner for this year? For this year, he, yeah. For this year, absolutely. He, he he might be in that conversation this year, definitely. This year, but in totality, I, I th- he already might be in that conversation. I want to see one more year of it though, especially at corner. I, you know what? For 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 now, like because like uh, I've had this weird thing, and you know what? I'll I'll try to be more consistent. I'll be more consistent like this. For first year guys, I'll stop. I gotta stop putting them in top fives because even though they they, it happens with receivers. Usually offensive positions, receivers and running backs. They used yeah, to do one crazy year, production. crazy year. You know what I mean? Everybody's really throw them like, oh, they're just so this and that and the other. I'm gonna stop doing that. You know what I mean? I'll I'll mention them as an honorable mention. Say they're great, but I can't put them in top five just because they haven't done it back to back. It's it's one thing to do something once; it's another thing you can do it multiple times. Yeah, and and that is very 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 valuable to be able to do that consistently. Because if you can't. Then if you do it every once in a while, that doesn't mean anything. Anybody can catch lightning in the bottle once. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I just think people like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are so special, and you can see it that it was easy to predict that they would be able to continue to elevate and you know produce and you know make the crazy highlight plays. You know, check every box across the whole board. My only thing with that is just that we see that with a lot of people. We've seen talented people and they flame out again. Like so, my Jonathan Taylor. Granted, it's injuries, mm-hmm. but at the same time, that O line is washed. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, but at the same time, every field, every position on the field is a dependent position. Mm-hmm. So, it's a beautiful thing about football. True, very true. Eleven man, it's eleven man game. So, with with Jonathan Taylor, right? Yes, his O line is awful, and he's been uh, his thing has been injuries. If somebody stays injured, does that really mean like, oh man, they're so good, but they always injured? Yep. If, we, if we take it to basketball, we can always bring up Derrick Rose. Pain. Pain. I need to give you my MVPs still. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We got we got sidetracked. So, so yeah, I think it's a two man race between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. It's always going to go to the yeah. best quarterback on the best team, That's whatever true. conference that they're in. If I had it my way, it would be either Justin Jefferson or Tariq Hill. But, you know, hey, that's, I, I fully support that. That's I, never going to happen. Yeah, if if the. Because two was even in the conversation. That's. I mean, yes, yes. He's only had one loss as a starter. I mean, this year, so. Yeah, so, I mean, it's 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 a rough thing. But uh, to, to answer your question about the corners, man, no particular order, top three this year. Guys that have just been absolutely killing it. Give me sauce. Give me give me Slay and give me Diggs. I think those three have been the most consistent Same. at defending top tier talent. Same. Okay. Now, now that is that is the angle I'm looking at it. They have been the best at guarding top tier talent and negating them. I'm with it's it. not that they, they have the most pass breakups, not that they have the most interceptions or anything like that. No, they have been the best at shutting down the best. Okay. Those are my exact same thing on both sides. And even uh, James Bradbury, bro, has been playing so good this year. He's been playing a little too good, though, because mm. now I don't think the Eagles are going to have what it takes to resign. His price has gone up too mm. much. So, Even though, you know what? Stephon Gilmore still killing it. Even though for my receivers, even since D-Hop came back, he's still so, so just... Bro, him having those fresh legs coming back, bro, those first two games, I mean... Bro, he had, like, what, 112 yards for... Uh, I remember his first game back. Um, then the second game, I can't remember. But I know how he, he had something close to 100. Yeah, oh no, yeah, he I think he had 100 in both mm. or something like that. He 
just looked like fresh and i'm like man that's crazy to see uh somebody who's been sitting out for you know seven eight weeks coming up here versus people who've been you know get guys with miles on them hey it's d, d hop is still still good I, I just don't think he's top five no more I feel, mm. I feel like there's a lot of younger talent that's surpassed him at this point but he's still top 10 my thing with d hop is just that yes he doesn't have the speed of certain guys or like maybe the ability to like to to make things look as clean let me say that but as far as like the as far as the catch Getting the ball, receiving the ball, coming down with the catch, or even getting yards after the catch. Like, it's he's n- horrible after the catch. Mm. When? What year? DeAndre Hopkins? What year? Like, literally every year. That, that, that's no, no, always no. been his knock, is that he is not he is not elite or even good after the catch. He he is, like, very average after the catch, actually. What? Okay, so. As far as yards after, like, catch. So, are we talking about the Cardinals or are we talking about the Texans? Dude, I'm those, talking about his whole career. He, no. has, he has never been, like, an elite after the catch guy. But he's still been, at one point, he was probably the best care. receiver in the league. No, no, like, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm still serious. Like, if you even look at, like, the yak yards, yards after contact, all that stuff. He, this thing is an average. Like, well, yeah, it's, after like, the, average, but I'm saying that yeah, he's not good. He's not even, he's not elite. He's not good. He's average. It's, if you're trying to say, like, he's like Devontae Adams, like, no, he's not. But what I'm saying is the, his, his thing is he doesn't suffer in any really parts of the game. Yeah, but no, just like, like, I'm not saying it's a knock on him, but... That is his like biggest knock. It's not like a huge problem because he's okay. still average at it. Okay, but so he, I, 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 I just thought felt you, like you were trying to say he was good at it. Which no, he's no I'm saying he's average. But like uh, what I'm saying, he his none of his game. It, he, he's not really just so weak at anything. He's weak at um, uh, getting off contact without pushing off. Still, but if you get the catch, does it really mean anything? Well, I mean, if you get penalized for it constantly and you're pushing off, and it, it becomes a problem, yeah. If you're getting penalized for it, I mean, well, that I don't have the numbers for. I don't have any numbers in my head, so I can't. I'm not going. I know when he was on I the Texans, he was the most penalized receiver for pushoffs in the NFL, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even close. Like mm-hmm. Julio had like three, and he had like eight or something in a season. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it, it was pretty. I think it was like 2015. Whoa, Woo! I thought it had water. Dude, in I it. thought it did too. I saw I uh, his like, cup Whoa. fell over right there by the computer. Yeah, my, man, my heart dropped. We we just gonna run out of here. Like we weren't even gonna stop everything. We yeah, just gonna right, just keep yeah. running. Thank you. <laughs> like yeah. I can't afford that. But yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead so, <laughs> okay, so anyway, that was my thing with Diop. Diop is still like so solid of a receiver, and I still still think he'd be anybody's number one on a whole lot of teams. <laughs> oh. uh, that's why he's still my style. I think he's like his none of his game really just suffers. You said the one thing about him pushing off or anything like or something like that. That I don't have the numbers for, so I'm not even going to debate that. Yeah, you don't but, even need numbers. Just watch film. So, hold on. The film I remember from the Texans. I, the, the biggest thing I remember from the Texans doing it with nine nine different quarterbacks. Granted, he's not as talented as some other guys. So like he doesn't have the speed of like a, a JJ or Jamar Chase or a Tariq Hill anything like that. He doesn't have the route running of Devontae Adams. He doesn't have the blocking ability of like a uh, and I'm about to name somebody Mike Evans. Mike Evans. You know what I mean? He doesn't have all that. that football. It's very like average compared to the, some of those guys who excel in those areas, right? But at the same time, he'll still put up like just as good of numbers. You know what I mean? Like a Cooper Cup. Yeah, he who, wins in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what makes him so great. Like a Cooper Cup w- does to me. Like he doesn't have the same excel in different skill levels or like the pretty the pretty stats like everybody else, like the speed or things like that. Yeah, yeah. But he makes it happen. He finds a way. That's why like he just like that's yeah, why I like He might not get an 80-yard touchdown, so but on a drive, he might get three catches for 80 yards and a mm-hmm. touchdown. I feel you. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think DeAndre Hopkins, like I said, is still like a top tennis receiver. There's just a lot of he's declining at this point, ever so slightly. Like he he is not at his peak anymore. So he's 
declining. No, like some people are no. climbing up the mountain at huge rates. No, 30, 30 year old D hop is not 26 year old D hop. Yeah, like, nah. uh, but hey, hopefully those uh, PEDs, you know, uh, hold them off for a couple years, you know, a couple, couple extra thousand yards left in them, you know? Yeah. But anyway, that's basically been the whole show. Um, yeah, hopefully we uh, caught y'all up on everything. You got a who's hot, who's not? Who's hot? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Okay. That's fair. Because well, only three interceptions on the season. You know, the crazy thing is my brother is a big Jalen Hurts fan. Oh, we're? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I've uh, always loved I love Jalen Hurts in college. I was upset mm. whenever he uh, was playing like doo-doo in mm. the championship. But then I did like Tua from that point on. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my who's not, Mississippi. Let me tell you why. Mississippi has been talking more about Deion Sanders than they have Brett Favre. And that's like oh, completely yeah. ridiculous. So, Oh, yeah. Who's hot? Yeah, yeah. Deion. Deion. Go, going to Colorado. People are mm-hmm. cashing him. It's like, dude, that dude put his own bread up. Yeah. And w- when was the last time at HBCU had a college game day? None. It hasn't happened. Yeah. You know, the crazy, here's, 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 a, here's a small thing. And I don't know if it's true or not. So, like, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But there's, like, been a ghost report, let me say that, saying that there has been money missing from Jackson State's football program. And like saying that they get, they're saying they're getting ticket sales, but like they only have a few people in the stands or things like that. And so the team wasn't getting all the money. So Dion put some of his own money into that. Also, his coaching staff wasn't getting paid like the the amount he felt like they should get paid and things like that. So that was like a big reason why he had to, why he left Mm -hmm. to go to Colorado. Don't play with people's pockets. It don't matter how much they got in it. So yeah, you know, stop pocket watching. So like, uh, yeah, that was big. That was like, so Mississippi, who's not. I don't know about Jackson State for the who's now. We don't see. We're gonna see if that's actually true or not. Cause it could be false. It could be false. So, uh, but yeah, that's been all for the show, man. Episode sixty-five, Sesenta E Cinco. See ya, man. Y'all take it easy, man. Enjoy the music. We'll see y'all next time. Kiss me one more time, mama vacate for a month. Ruboy take their face off, fuck they thought they get this pump. Drop that load on God is up in Hand Park. He got lunch.